Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. We're here to infect you with the truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Yes. Welcome back. We welcome. are back. First day of school. Uh-huh. We just dropped our boys off. Yep. They're in the same class this year, which is again going to be really fun. Yeah. So now we are back to more of a regular schedule. Yeah. Winnie naps and I record. I still have the other baby or... Our um, mascot. Our mascot. <laughs> so we have some things that we want to talk about and inform you guys. Yeah, there's more, no, sh- no shortage of more crazy <laughs> stuff crazy that stuff. happens. Mm-hmm. A couple days were <laughs> in between. Yeah. What do you want to jump in first? Yeah, I just feel like the stuff we talked about in our last recording mm-hmm. um, where it was developing stories. A lot of it yeah. was kind of breaking news or just, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that. Is, has developed. And so I feel like we've got some yeah. updates, okay. things like it. that. So, All right. What do you want to update us on first? I feel like, okay, let's talk about the the raid. Okay. I think it's like Madonna where like you just have to say one word and everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I just took a drink of water and almost spit it out. You know, that's you just a, have to say a, the raid. And everyone's like, yeah, that. I, Oh my gosh, that was great. It's going to forever, like, that's just be the raid. The raid. Um, yeah, so you, I feel like, like, for people like us, you hear this development in the story, you're just like, well, of course, of, no surprise there. But I just can't imagine being someone who's like still listening to the news and being like, what? So I thought it was funny when I read this because I'm like, well, of course. So apparently it's come out. That um, Hillary Clinton operatives secretly worked with the Department of Justice to raid President Trump. What? Paul Sperry, an independent journalist, says uh, Hillary Clinton operatives have been secretly working with archives officials and the Justice Department for several months and are behind the push for the investigation of Trump as revenge for Clinton being investigated for mishandling classified materials in her email gate scandal. The Clinton machine has been agitating for this since January, said one source familiar with the, with the matter. Now, here's my thing. I don't like it when people use generalizations in reporting like this, when they say, like, my favorite one is experts say, like, who are these experts? Yeah. So when oh. this person's saying sources, like, I take it with, but at the same time, you know, you take it, you take it with a grain of salt. But then I came across another article um, and they, and I'll put it on our um a link on our show notes, which you find on our website, where you can also listen to our podcast from there for anyone who's new, who's listening for the first time. Um, <laughs> there's an article that I uh, re- was reading this morning, and it's called A Different Sort of Warrant. And I'm going to just kind of read through it quickly because okay. it's interesting. And if you guys aren't familiar with Russiagate and the whole Hillary Clinton emails and um, all of that stuff, this article to me is a good like overview of everything that's gone on since 2016. So um, he says it should be pretty obvious that the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago was an attempt to seize evidence likely to be used in former President Trump's civil lawsuit in the Southern Florida Federal District Court against against Hillary Clinton and associated defendants in and out of government for the defamation and racketeering operation known as Russiagate. And in, any criminal, and in any future criminal proceedings that might grow out of congressional investigations to come against officials past and present in the DOJ and FBI, 
The idea is to tie up all those documents in a legal dispute about declassification so they can't be entered into any proceeding. So over the weekend, uh, he, he refers to the article or the post I just read from Paul Sperry. So he was so basically he's saying many of the same FBI officers involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid happen to be the subjects of special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of Russiagate. Have some of them already been hauled into grand juries? We don't know. But with a Mar-a-Lago caper, it looks like the law enforcement apparatus of the federal government is seeking to suppress evidence of its own long-running criminal enterprise. The parallel purpose of the raid was to find or perhaps plant documents that might be used in a scheme to disqualify Mr. Trump from running, uh, running for office again. The January 6th show trial in Congress has failed to galvanize the country's attention and may have foundered foundered in its attempt to find grounds for a criminal referral against the former president that would take him off the playing field. So now this. So then, momentous legal quarrels that arise out of the Mar-a-Lago raid may evolve into a constitutional crisis that the captive n- news media can use as a smokescreen to divert the public's attention from any balloting shenanigans going on in the November election. At least it will shove any other issues off stage in the run-up to the midterm. Is, this, is it a miscalculation, he asks? So um, then he talks about this whole... Ju- we talked about the judge that issued mm-hmm. the warrant and the interesting um, story behind him. And so this paragraph will kind of reiterate that in case you missed the last recording. <laughs> so the choice of going to federal magistrate Bruce Reinhardt for the Mar-a-Lago warrant sure looks crude and desperate. Only weeks ago, he was presiding over the Trump v. Clinton lawsuit. How did that happen, given Mr. Reinhardt's role defending Jeffrey Epstein's associates, many of them Clinton-connected, in the 2007 sex trafficking case? Right? That's just like, how, why that judge? And after, sorry, I can't talk. And only after the spectacularly weird act of switching sides from the federal prosecution team to Epstein's defense team. Not (laughs) to mention Mr. Reinhardt's record of public statements denouncing Mr. Trump. So it's like you have this judge that has all these things in his backstory, there are, he's basically saying there's 25 judges, they call them magistrates, who rotate their duties in that Southern District of Florida. So why him? Well, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my favorite part. It all shapes up as a systematic effort to obstruct justice by the U.S. Department of Justice. Huh. Our supposedly nonpartisan <laughs> U.S. Department of Justice. They've been doing it consistent. This is what, and this is what a lot of the commentary has been, like, alluding to. Because if you think back to 2016, I think it was Jesse Waters who's on Fox, uh-huh. and he he just like gave Lindsey Graham, he just like berated him on on his news show. I don't know if you saw that clip, but I it was didn't. pretty good. It was pretty great because he's you know he's like you know I've seen you up in arms about Ukraine. But wh- why, what are you guys doing right now? Like, you don't seem too worried. And he just, like, lays into him. It was the best. And he was giving this the same um, scenario. He's like, so in the article, the guy said, they've been doing it consistently since 2016 in all matters pertaining to Trump. And it is a big reason that the country is now viciously coming apart. This is just a, co- a continuation of the same seditious treachery that went on with James Comey, who was the former FBI director, releasing his classified interview memo concerning Trump to the New York Times via his attorney from Columbia. This is all like, you know, yep. lefty world. <laughs> Richmond and the ensuing dishonest Mueller investigation, the leak provoked. And then the crossfire hurricane operation run by Peter Strzok and Andrew McCabe. These are all like three-letter agency yep. people, CIA, FBI. 
and Rod Rosenstein, and the illegal entrapment and prosecution of National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, General yeah. Flynn, and the serial misrepre- misrepre- misrepresentations to the FISA court, and the illegal coordinated maneuvers and impeachment, number one, between Adam Schiff, good old California, <laughs> Adam Schiff, um, ICIG Michael Atkinson, and the National Security Council, and CIA agent Eric Sia Morella, I don't know that, I haven't heard that name, as a whistleblower. And the more recently, the mischief, the mischief around the FBI's conjured up Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping scheme and the FBI's role in turning the January 6, 2020 election protests into a riot. So, yeah, you just have to kind of like look back, which I think they assume people forget that this is, and that's what Jesse Water was saying, every election since 2016, the FBI has been involved in something prior to it like right right before it you know Mm -hmm. and you're like seriously again so yeah the article goes on about you know how he's saying like trump is not without resources and recourse and all this it's i don't want to read the whole thing but it's actually almost the end but yeah it's it's interesting (laughs) when you look at who was involved and how everything just kind of like peels itself back and you see the different layers and who's involved <laughs> in it. You're just like, of course. Of course it's connected to the Clintons. There's, um, remember the Scooby-Doo cartoon? And and they were always chasing, like, monsters or whatever. And they would rip the mask off. Yeah. And it would be the true identity or whatever. There's a meme that it's like a still shot. And they're ripping the mask off the monster. And it's the cartoon Scooby-Doo. And um, it's Hillary Clinton's face. I swear, it's always them like i i there's nothing shocks me anymore it's all by design yeah and i saved a um post by one of the the lawyers that we follow on our super spider account and she called it out last week oh she was like i think i saved it um because she had put a post up oh maybe i didn't but she had put a post up like are we is everybody want to forget about you know the the Clinton emails, and and then she has all these articles this week that the mainstream media is putting out. The difference between the Trump raid and Clinton emails, like they're trying to just wow, they're running cover for it. It's pretty funny. She's like, <laughs> I was so mad. I was I was on Instagram right now scrolling because so many people posted. Um, did you see when they raided his house? There was a huge banner and people in front of Trump Towers Hotel or whatever. And it was like, arrest Trump. And someone went over there and interviewed a guy and was like, asked him a question. And then he was like, yes, he needs to be arrested. He has um, so many probable. No. What was the word he used? Probable crimes. He used a word. And then the guy that was interviewing was like, oh, can you tell me like one? And then he he like you can tell when he physically thinks like, oh, oh, my God, like I'm stupid. Right. So he's like looks and then he realizes that he doesn't even have one crime that he can tell this interviewer that Trump did. And he's like, this interview's over. Yeah. I and saw that's that. all. I mean, what are you going to what else are you going to say? So these people, he's right there with the big banner, arrest Trump. And he literally said, that's where the brainwashing mm-hmm. comes in. And he's like, yeah, there's so many probable crimes. I can't remember. It was a P yeah. word. He's just saying uh, like that. He's provable. Provable crimes. Dang, that was yeah. the word. Trump has so many provable crimes 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and blah, blah, blah. And then he couldn't even think of one. Like, just one. Like, oh, what, uh, this interview is over. And then they realize that they've been, like, brainwashed. Brainwashed. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I had to. I yeah. was trying. I was just like, the whole time I, when you were talking. It reading parent. It, I was like, like, I got to find this because it's so classic yeah. to listen to. Yeah. I couldn't find it. I was so mad and I gave up. It's in our messages. Oh, dang it. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Do you want me to? Pull it up. I should. Oh, I you pulled up. Look at our messages from Trinidad. It's just scroll Thanks, Trinidad. Trinidad. Shout out to Trinidad. And then all, while you're finding it, there's the, the one that I, the one that I, um, oh shoot, I just like oh, clicked off it. it. Oh, oh yeah, here is mine too. So she's, the one I was just saying, she's all, four days ago, this is Chris Ann Hall. She's a lawyer and we follow her. Um, four days ago, I gave this warning that has come into being. So, the, so, and I remember seeing this post and being like, oh, snap. So she, so four days ago, um, she said, watch and see what happens. Watch and see how they will twist the facts to say there was a difference between Hillary's 30,000 emails and Trump's <laughs> 15 boxes. They think you have forgotten. They think you are stupid. Mm -hmm. That was the post. And then you see the articles, the imperfect comparison between Hillary Clinton's server and Donald Trump's boxes on the Washington Post. Politico, why the Trump search warrant is nothing like Hillary's emails. I mean, it's just like she has like five other um, mainstream headlines. It's pretty funny. She has the... The balls. The huevos. <laughs> the cojones. The cojones. <laughs> Hillary Clinton to post right after the raid. Oh, yes. Her, her young picture with the hat. Like, she's going to start selling merch, but her emails is what the hat said. And I was like, oh, like, I that actually, like, sent shivers down my spine. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she knows. Like, I don't, I don't oh, yeah. know. She, she knows she doesn't have to. She's protected. Oh, my God. She doesn't have to answer God. to anybody. And how yeah. many people she's killed. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. So... I spent that whole time of you reading that article looking for this video and it was right there. Okay, I'm going to play it. Yeah, it's just really play good. it. It's funny. It's, it's fast. Trust a former president for not well, turning in documents? Well, I'm former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts. But what are the provable criminal acts, I guess? <sighs> provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. Is this unprecedented <laughs> to arrest a foreign? I'm done talking. I'm done talking. <laughs> oh my goodness! Seriously, it's just so much better when you hear it in person. Oh yeah, it's like oh my god. Oh, anyways, that was that's such a good video. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. I just went, while I was scrolling, it's like breaking news. Like there's there's like breaking news right now. There's an update. It has been revealed that Donald Trump was housing a private server at Mar-a-Lago and hired a close associate to wipe it clean with uh, computer software. The FBI also found government phones, which were smashed to prevent evidence from being discovered. JK, that was Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was so corny, but oh. I love it. I'm here for the corniness. There was another one that this guy put. Um, that said something like Trump could have avoided this whole raid if he would have just dropped his laptop off at a random computer <laughs> store. <laughs> the same one that Hunter left his at? Yeah. Shoot. I mean, you have so, to laugh at like, because otherwise you're going to go crazy that it's no, like the unfairness, the level of yeah hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Yeah. 
So <sighs> okay, yeah. I'm so so over that's that like one. you know pay attention to how that unfolds mm-hmm. and how the mainstream media runs cover for it mm-hmm. and what they're going to try to say about it because um, you know the, like we say every time the truth will rise it rises to the top and it comes out and well just like election fraud um, in 2020 Rolling Stones came out with an article on why they had to cheat <laughs> do we remember right? that. Like, yeah. so, so it doesn't even matter. And Time Magazine, too. They yeah. had oh, something, yeah, too. Time, yeah. So it's, they're telling, they, they They had to protect democracy. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so whether they get caught or not, they just write these things and the liberals believe them. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say to, about that. So what was it? Another. Yeah. So Are then we, we also. Moving on, we also talked to uh, about the Inflation Reduction Act that had passed in the Senate Mm -hmm. and then over the weekend passed through the House on a party line vote again, Mm -hmm. which goes to you guys like this is why they were put, you know, trying to make the point of every vote counts. Every vote matters Mm -hmm. and every vote even Local, like you start like the local level all the way up because like these Senate races, we lo- they lost those two um, in Georgia and that was, that's made it 50-50 yeah. and then the vice president's the tiebreaker and same with the house. We did, they, they did get a lot more, uh, they won the, they won more seats in the house and the Democrats actually didn't gain anymore, but they still had such a majority. So they have the house still. So come November. <sighs> If you aren't happy with the way things are going, you ha- you got to vote. You need to vote. And and, and I just vote accordingly. Like, we keep talking about election fraud and you know what? Okay, there's election fraud, but you still have to vote. Yeah. Like we have to make it overwhelming like they have to cheat harder. Um there's peace of mind in it. Like so don't give up your vote even though we know there's election fraud and I mean, they're even saying like it, we're all tracked, but anyways, I won't even yeah. go down that rabbit hole, but just vote. I mean, for me, the peace of mind to know mm-hmm. I you have to do it, did it, what you can do, whether they flip my vote or whatever, right. I know I did it. And so just even the peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. did, did you know that if we, if we put that on Twitter, we, we would be taken down because <laughs> yeah. Twitter just put out, they have a whole new system of anyone talking about elections being, mm-hmm. you know, not, what is it? Do you, that they're fraudulent or whatever. Yeah. They're going to take down. It was funny because, um, lives of, lives of TikTok. They like showed a screenshot of the white house press secretary, mm-hmm. uh, Jean Pierre, whatever her yeah. name is, <laughs> uh, back in 2016, she had a post about how, um, the, the, the election in 2016 was rigged. And so she's all, here you go, Twitter. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what's like hilarious about this. Cause you're thinking, well, if it was the other way around, would you be having this? Like who still falls for this? Like who is still falling for that? That no. they're actually like policing, you know? Yeah. It's speech so annoying. Like, speech like that, you know, it's just ridiculous. So yeah, we won't be putting that on Twitter. We don't want to be, we're not on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not. Twatter is what Twatter. I like to call it. <laughs> but yeah. So the other thing we talked about was, yeah, we're already talking about it. Sorry. I'm all over the place. So there was an article getting more into this inflation reduction act that came out of how to get rebates. Oh yeah. So yes. there's this great article. I will again link it in our show notes and it's from, <laughs> I believe 
is it CNBC or MSNBC? One of those, one of those I, mainstream I outlets. It uh-huh. And it's entitled like how to get um, your rebates. And in, so they're saying, you know, this, the major, like uh, this, the, the, the way that it's structured, you know, is they're going to have all this money that's going towards green, um, green energy, green and energy efficient stuff for, to fight this climate change. And Americans are going to, you know, win in the end in the form of, of rebates. Like that's kind of what they're, <laughs> I'm like major paraphrasing it, yeah. but that's what they kind of say at the beginning. And so they start talking about like, um, let me go to my first slide. It was about like, enter, um, getting rebates on if you buy an electric vehicle. And it's funny because I started like reading it. I'm thinking, okay, now I'm gonna have to go research. Like how much is electric vehicles? How much are solar panels? And they put it in the article. (laughs) So they're like individuals. So this is in the section that talks about the price requirements. And so it's funny because they, they start by saying, you know, Americans are going to win out on rebates and they're like, but there's price requirements. (laughs) So they're like individuals don't qualify for the tax break. If their van or sport utility vehicle or pickup truck costs more than 80,000, they're electric, right? It's clearly, you know, you can afford to pay your taxes and you don't need a rebate. I mean, that's basically what they're saying, right? Um, There's a $55,000 sticker price limit for other vehicles. For perspective, the average sticker price for a new electric vehicle in June was about 67,000, roughly 19,000 more than the industry average for all new vehicles, according to Kelly Blue Book. So they're saying like, married couples don't qualify for the new vehicle credit if their modified adjusted gross income on a joint tax return exceeds 300,000. And the limit is 150,000 for single tax filers. So I'm just curious who can afford a $67,000 electric vehicle that doesn't, that makes less than those requirements, <laughs> especially in California. Oh, registration alone right? will kill you I'm just, on a new car. Yeah. So, I mean, they kind of, so it's just, it's an amazing article if you read it from a critical mind, because if you just read it on its face, you're just like, this is great. You get... <laughs> Rebates for buying new um, electric appliances or, no. you know, uh, what is it called? Eight, eight, I don't even know these terms, but, you know, they're basically saying if you buy like refrigerators that are energy efficient and put solar panels on your roof. And they also talk about how much solar panels cost. Those average between 15000 to 25000 prior to tax credits. So before your tax yeah. credits, that's what you're going to pay. Well, like, what is the payment on that? I don't know. I'm just like, who Your monthly payment. I don't know. What is that? A thousand a month? So, More than that. Yeah. Yeah. So Two I was. Two thousand a month. <laughs> we can't on do a math, car? No. Oh, on a car. No. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were no, no. solar panels. No, no, no. On a car. 67. So 12 times five is 60. So 5,000 a month, right? Is that right? No. Because. 12 times five is 60 though. 60,000. That's, that's why my brain like. Yeah. 5, who 000. can afford that payment? Someone who makes over 300000 who doesn't qualify. That's who can afford that payment. <laughs> and then you don't get the rebate. <laughs> Let me just do the math. The 8000 Is it really? It's 5000 right? They And they get 8000 or 4000 off. So 60000 like, divided by 12. Yeah, 5000 Mm-hmm. And you're already, we're yeah. already in a recession. Like, this is because their whole thing is this is for the this is for American citizens. You know, it's not they're not saying, oh, this is for the wealthy elite who this is really for because these people aren't affected by this at all. No, and it's not that because it's for five years. What? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Welcome to our real yeah. conversation, guys. This is how we talk. 
Wait, what do you mean five years? Because, you know, the car payment is over five years. Oh, okay. But for 12 months, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, break so it down like that. But you I'm pay it off in a year, you're going to be paying yeah. 5000 Like, are oh, you okay. kidding so me? So then if you divide that but by- But no, that's still a high payment. Yeah. And if you make, especially, let's just talk about California. You make, what is like low income? Like a hundred grand or something? Or is that just San Francisco? But- <laughs> I mean, do you want to spend seven hundred dollars a month on a car payment? Still, oh, and then so, you got to charge it. Yeah, if you pay it over five years, it's a thousand a month. See, thousand dollars. And I mean, that doesn't sound. Maybe that yeah. doesn't sound like a lot for a car payment, but just think of the uh, people. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm that's like, a, that is a lot. That's right? crazy. A thousand dollars. It doesn't sound like, but that's a lot, right? On top, if you're paying a mortgage, if you're paying yes. for your kids to not be in public school anymore because it's insane, <laughs> you know, you're paying private school tuition, like gas. Gas. Oh, you'll save on gas. Property tax. Yeah, you'll save on gas. You got to pay for abortions now and trans and gender affirming surgeries here. I mean, it's just, it's like illegals. Illegals to, yeah, to get better housing and benefits than our own citizens. It's a lot of stuff we got to pay for here. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So we my, have, we have a 2020 truck. Mm hmm. Oh. I hope I'm correct. But I mean, our registration was like $700. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So my favorite thing is after they they go through all these costs and how much money you're supposedly going to save. And after they give you the, um, the actual like, uh, what is it called? The qualifications that most people aren't going to qualify for because they either make too much money or they don't make enough money and they aren't going to be able to pay for this stuff anyways. Um, they go to the, to the end of the article and it's this, this person who, who uh, designed the propo these proposed rebates. Last name is Saul Rinaldi. It's like hyphenated. And um, it says, generally consumers who cut energy by 20% across their whole home would be eligible for a maximum rebate of 2000 or half the cost of the retrofit project, which is less, whichever is less. That dollar threshold rises to 4000 for those who cut energy by at least 35%. The rebates are double, up to 4000 and 8000 respectively, for lower-income households. Their income must be 80% or less of an area's median income to qualify. And her quotes, or his, or who this person's quotes are, the most generous rebates are as they should be for those who need them the most. That's who, um, they're less likely to be able to afford them. Exactly. Of course, they're less likely to be able to afford them. So I just felt like this article is hilarious because it's telling the American people that they they draft the Democrats created this bill. It has all these on the surface rebates and incentives, and yet when you read the fine print, the people that can afford these products, cars, and solar panels and um, appliances can't afford to buy this in the first place. So it's basically just a slap in, a, in, a, in our face of like, here's your, here's the bill that none of you are going to be able to, um, what is it called? Uh, prosper from, or, um, I can't, I have no words today, but just, you know, that people benefit mm -hmm. that the American people are going to benefit from that. None of you can benefit from. <laughs> and no. so all, yes, we're just going to line the pockets of the people that pay, pay for our campaigns that have energy yeah. companies and yeah. are going to capitalize on this. And Amazon and Target and all those corporations that you know are, are aren't going to be affected by this, or the one or that's the other part. I don't know if it's in, in this article or another article, but they were saying oh, it was a different article that I read 
that talks about the actual tax breaks or no, not the tax breaks. It was like, you know, the worst parts of this whole, um, whole bill. It was, um, the list of tax hikes just passed by this bill. And they talk about how they're taxing these giant corporations. And then that means they're going to have to fire people. So and, less jobs and raise prices and raise prices. So it's yeah. just like, I don't know how much more worse it's going to get for people to be like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. But I did way. take a screenshot from, oh, dang it. Anyways, IRS. And it says new IRS, IRS audits will grab at least 20 billion from lower and middle in, mm-hmm. income families. So, yeah. Sorry, I had yeah. to run because Winnie right. woke up. Okay, but I'm back. But yeah, that's, that's the... <laughs> you finished reading that? That's the gem of an article that I was just laughing reading through <laughs> because, yeah, that's, it's just like, who, who wants to read between the lines in this article and just get slapped across the face multiple times? Me. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know what? Like you say, they're not even hiding it. You know, they don't care. You know what, though? More and more, I, I mean, I, I want to say every single day now, more and more people are waking up. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. What, what was, was there any other one? Yeah, so then what you have, the oh, the whole, the other thing, I think it came out since we recorded last, that the CDC guidelines that came mm, out. Yeah. The new CDC guidelines. The good old CDC. You know, it's one thing, it's like, oh. our intuition's here for a reason, guys. That's what I just, you know, the first thing that popped in my head was like, Thank goodness. Thank goodness I did not buy into this. Because and shoot up your kids. With something that is has no long-term results. We're still in clinical trials, guys. Mm-hmm. They're not done until the earliest at, at earliest 2023. It's 2022. But, but that's still, like May. May of 2023. It's not even like January where it's like we're just it's anyone May. who's gotten it's a lab rat at this point. You yeah. really are. And you can you can, I love I love the comment. Well, I would have been a lot worse. <laughs> How did I not gotten it? You're like, and you know this because how? Come on. So yeah, there's so there's an there's a uh, funny Twitter stream by this reporter. I don't even know Washington Post. I'm pretty sure Taylor Lorenz. Oh god. And she's on a rant, <laughs> and she's like, literally, what is the plan for high risk, medically vulnerable, and disabled people? Just let us die while the world marches on, like WTF. And then she's like, the same people complaining nonstop about mental health, in quotations, cost of lockdowns, even though we never had full lockdowns, that's what she's saying in parentheses, and having to wear masks are perfectly happy to force disabled people to stay locked away forever or keep an N95 glued to their face every time they step into public. Like, you're just thinking like, well, you clearly don't have kids. (laughs) Like, and if you do, I feel really bad for them. But um, it lists the guidelines. So if anyone like hasn't had the time to look or isn't aware that this is because they kind of they just kind of did it. They did under the radar, under the radar and under the raid that happened. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? You're right. So it says new COVID-19 guidance from CDC focuses on individual decisions. What we have been preaching this whole time. (laughs) It says those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Huh? You think? (laughs) Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus, and it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. 
And then, uh, oh, gosh. oh yeah, that's the same. So those are the new guidelines that the CDC just quietly put out there. <laughs> I, I don't. And it's like, thank you for verifying literally everything we've been saying this whole time. Natural immunity. Yeah. <laughs> Choice. Choice. Let us live our lives. <laughs> Let us make the best individual decisions. Yeah. So. I, it does. So it makes me want to become a rage monster because of the havoc they they like put on us but at the same time it gives me a sigh of relief because most most of my fight and frustration and high blood pressure was um the school sending my kids home just for being mm -hmm. next to someone who tested covid positive with within 15 minutes of being near them and my kids we're not sick and are, we're perfectly fine. Uh, and they had to sit out and miss school. Like my freshman last year missed in January um, a total, I believe, of 10. And that's not so then like and that was right before finals. So he missed 10 school days because he got close contacted twice. And so um, he missed. 10 school days with no instruction but he had to do work and i you guys <laughs> I think I, you heard the story i've <laughs> told that story i lost my mind and this i'm not kidding Susie. there are moments where i go you know the fruit of the spirit is self-control and right joy like there's all these things that cross my mind sometimes like and i'm like yeah, there was no self-control there. Like when I was screaming at the principal and the nurse, but but then this comes out and it's like, no, like Jesus flipped tables. Like I have to remember that there's just righteous anger. Righteous anger. I didn't cuss. I was screaming like a lunatic. I never cussed. I never like just be right, like called names or whatever. Called names and like, or put them down or, you know what I mean? Like I never did that, but it was just like, what you guys are doing is child abuse. Like mm -hmm. that's, that was though, I think the only worst thing that I said is I believe you are abusing children, right? Uh, it's like that, that um, phone call that's gone viral of that dad who called the pharmacy. Yep. Because against his will, but the mom took the kid. their son to the pharmacy, seven years old, got the, got COVID. the COVID vaccine and is in the hospital with myocarditis. Yep. And he calls the pharmacy mm -hmm. and lays into the pharmacy. He was so calm in the beginning. At first, though, right? Well, right? yeah. No, he, because he's asking questions. You could tell he was just kind of like waiting to see what they were going to say. And sure enough, like I said, the truth comes out. And what does the pharmacist say? We didn't, he said, okay, first of all, he said, why did you not tell my wife about um, the, the side effects, yeah. the possible side effects that could happen. Cause you guys, and he's like, I've done my research. I know that it's not, this isn't just she. Okay. So first the pharmacist said it's, um, you know, few and far between basically. Yeah. And he was like, it's not, he's like, I'm reading, I've been researching this and it's happening a lot. And he, he's in, he's in Canada, I believe based on his, his <laughs> accent. And then he said in America, you know, they're reporting it and it's a lot. It's a lot of cases it's and you guys lot. should be saying it. And what does she say? Well, we don't want to scare the parents into not getting, giving it. Boom. And he's like, oh, so you want to line your pockets for 50 bucks and now 
my kid is never going to be the same. My seven-year-old. And he just lays into her. And it's like, that's kind of where it has to be at this point. It does. No like, more nice guy. Like, yeah. No more. Thank this you. Is child abuse. And, and it's just the CDC three-letter agency again mm-hmm. are evil. And, I, and that's where I go, I was justified mm-hmm. in my reaction to you messing with my kid. Like, because you're messing with my kid yeah. and nobody messes with There's There's kid. a difference between being polite or nice and being a doormat. Like, yeah, we're no one's doormat. No. Like you, and this is your ch- kids. Yeah. And this is a lot of people's kids. And yeah. For whatever reason, if some of these parents don't want to step up and bat up to bat for them, we both play softball and we will step up to bat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, my anger, because I mean, I... You know, we know we were paying attention. We made the educated decision to not do it. And so this is our, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) to wait and see like every other jab has waited. But the thing is, is like they turned us into like we're the villain. Mm -hmm. That's why. And it just became a fight now. Like they they did that that was all by design they made us into villains for not taking it mm-hmm. oh yeah people lost their jobs i mean that's the thing it's like so now these guidelines are out and the people who got fired from their jobs and lost their livelihood over this crap they you know who, what's gonna happen now probably nothing they're just gonna move on as if this is just you yeah. know that's the saddest part but that is those sad. people that they have they have every right to go bonkers on these people because Sue them, sue the crap out of them. Yeah. I just feel like. I mean, there, there's like um, those people. Um, what is it? Um, death insurance. What am I thinking of? Yeah. Life insurance life companies. Insurance. Death insurance. Life insurance. <laughs> 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 okay. Life insurance. You don't need insurance for death. You're going to die. We all die. You don't oh need to insure God. that. It's definitely going to happen at some point. Okay. Life insurance. Um, they're coming out now with percentages of uh, 2021 and we're coming up to the end of 2022 so we're going to have new numbers now of deaths and it's like a ridiculous amount like even if you just look at 2019 only and 2020 20 like 2020 should have been the highest of the highest. Based on what they were saying to oh, us, right? Based on. We have this deadly virus. We and, have this deadly yeah. virus. You have to stay inside. Six feet apart. Yeah. Mask up. Take this vaccine, right? There should have been body bags everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Nope. Guess when the the percentage hike happened? 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, I mean, it was something mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And don't quote me, but I, I it was like 400%. Well, and they're saying to the, to, I, I don't know if it's pharma, I forget, like the life insurance companies were saying like, we can't pay this. Yeah. We cannot be, keep paying this out. Yeah. At this rate, something, you know, is going to have to change. So that doesn't wake you up. Yeah. That, right? I mean, that has to like, I mean, it, it, just tell somebody that like, maybe it'll make them scratch their head or something. It's just about like for our friends and family of just getting little bit of information out to them in a way you know what I mean like like wow what do you think about that or whatever you know it's anyways no I I just remember so we'll just end it with like this one other article that I came across Uh um 
But what I was going to say is that I just remember like early on when it was all happening and, and was, some of the doctors that I listened to, you know, they were like, just wait, just wait. They're mm -hmm. like, the numbers are going to go up and they're going to attribute it to the virus. But you're, it's, it, it's just, you know, they were, they had warned that these numbers were going to be ridiculous. Yep. And I remember thinking like, are they, you know, like, it's just, you know, cause you're, when you're in the moment and you're hearing them say this, you don't, you're, you don't want it to be true obviously. Yeah, and so, but sure, sure enough. Yeah. Here it's come. It's coming out. And so um, there's another good article that I'll link in our show notes by Steve Kirch. He, he's a um, he's actually a, a Democrat supporter. He's an entrepreneur who has just he's donated millions and millions of dollars to the Democrats. And he's this he was on a recent interview. I forget with who. And he said, I am no longer because of how they backed this whole agenda because he, from the beginning, has been one of those people that was just like, he said, I would see my friends all of a sudden either die or have these life-changing um, complications from these vaccines. And he's, so he's been like researching and he even spoke at um, the hearing before Senator Ron Johnson, when all the frontline doctors came, he was there speaking. I mean, he is like on top of it. And so he has a sub stack and if you go, you can go through his sub stack and read previous um, articles he's written, but this recent one, um, he was saying is, is entitled my interviews with Dr. Ryan Cole, who mm -hmm. is one of the, has been very vocal proponent way back when about the issues that people are going to have with these vaccines. Um, he also interviewed Deb Conrad, who I believe was a doctor. It was either her or Gina. Who's the other person he, um, who lost, she, who worked in the hospital, um, whose father died after the second shot and got fired for, talking about like bringing it up and the whole, one of the whole premises of his, of his sub stack that um, I'm going to link is that like the, the problem is you have this epidemic of, I mean, talk about a pandemic or whatever of people in the medical industry that are too afraid to talk because they're going to literally lose their licenses yeah. and lose their jobs. So um, his executive summary of it that I'll just read real quickly said medical examiners aren't assessing that the vaccines can cause death because they aren't doing the proper tests. They don't order the test because they don't want to know. The CDC isn't requesting that these tests be done either. They don't want to know. Family members could request the test be done on the tissue samples of those who are deceased. They don't want to know the truth either. It's too painful. The doctors know the vaccine killed people, but they won't write it in the death certificate because they don't want to be fired, lose their hospital privileges, or lose their license to practice medicine. So they shut up too. And then he has two videos that provide evidence in the great in great detail about all of this corruption and how astonishing it is. And nobody wants to talk about it. So it's like, yeah, yeah. people who are still following C the CDC, like wake up because they're all a part of it. And we've talked about it on previous yeah. episodes. Oh. Like that it's the bottom line. We've talked like about anything. It These are corporations yeah. at the end of the day. They are. They're funded by people who, f who allow them to exist. And those are the people running things, not, the, the supposed bipartisan three-letter agencies that we have so put our trust in over the years. So yeah, I will link that. And he has a really good interview with Dr. Cole who talks about, you know, how simple it is to do run the tests and they just re are refusing to. Oh, for sure. My neighbor, they don't want to know. My neighbor across the street, she's like 87 and she had a son in his 60s. And he, um, during COVID, he basically moved in. He's, sing he's a single guy. And... Walked our neighborhood, very friendly guy. He walked all the time and COVID happened and they basically shut down 
her house. Like nobody came to visit, right? You know, she was like 87, a little sick. Um, and then things started opening up and it was um, not, I, I want to say we're coming up on one year now of all of a sudden um, he got sick and I would see him just sit on the front porch, like with his head in his hands. And then I asked a neighbor, like, what happened? And they're like, well, he said, like, they spill the beans a little bit, I think, without realizing it. Or they, or they just need to voice it. But he told my neighbor that after he got the second shot, that um, he started experiencing chest pain and he could no longer walk the neighborhood and um, he would just sit on the front porch, like literally like hunched over. And within two weeks, he died. Oh, my gosh. After um, he woke up, it was in the middle of the night, and he woke up screaming for his mom. And she called 911, but he was already dead. Oh. He died before they got there. And the sister even said something like that. And then... I said, oh, are you going to have him tested? Just like what that article says. And she was like, no. Like, they, they don't want to know. Because they all got it. They all <sighs> thought they were protecting her. And now her son is dead. Oh, my gosh. So, but there's a funny meme that yeah, I'm going to put. Yeah, let's on something funny. Uh, there's a funny, sorry, guys. My, my doobie <laughs> gloom. But I'm just saying, like, we all know. Like, Please keep listening to us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And I'm not. People really died of COVID. Believe me. No, we're not like, saying it doesn't no, exist. But I'm saying like, I thought I was going to die of COVID, but um, people died of COVID. But at this, like, I don't personally know anyone, mm -hmm. but I, I know three people that died after the shot Same. is what I'm just saying. I'm not, mm -hmm. I won't say it's because of the shot, but right after the shot, they got sick and died. Though so that's, I know mm -hmm. three, but okay. Don J Trump Jr., Posts the best stuff. And it's this kid with the thumbs up. Hilarious, like, school picture. Like, something my kid would do. Like, I'm going to take my school picture like this, right? Thumbs up. <laughs> Which is hilarious. And it's like, me listening to the government tell me I can start doing things I never stopped doing in the first place. And we will end it on that because Susie and I. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep, just keep living. And um, don't somebody, let the government tell you what to do. Somebody close to me um, had a person in their life very close to them in their household that caught, that got it, you know, because uh -huh. they, they test. And they're like, so we're not going to sleep in the same room. You think that that's okay, you guys? And I responded without hesitation, like, <laughs> oh, uh, don't ask me about how to <laughs> proceed with that because I don't operate <laughs> as it really exists. I know it exists. I'm not saying it doesn't yeah. exist, but I just don't operate as if it's like that, you know, that level. Yeah. Six feet apart. Gonna, yeah. Like, yeah. Help your spouse out. And I said, please don't take advice from me. Like, don't ask me for advice. I mean, because it's probably not what you're going to want to hear. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. But you guys like our advice, right? <laughs> We're okay. all still alive. <laughs> We're alive. Yeah. Tried to kill me, but <laughs> hydroxychloroquine came in and saved my life. So <laughs> just going to say that. Anyways. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. You can tell we are back. Yes. And we are feisty We're as ever. Caffeinated up. <laughs> You've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trish. And Susie. You can find us on our website, superspreadershow.com, Instagram, True Social. And that's 
about it these days. It's all I have time for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.